You're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of Netflix's Stranger Things. Today we're going to talk about Season 3, Episode 4, The Sauna Test. I'm Josh. And I'm Wyatt. Let's talk. All right, so we're back. We're halfway through season three. Already? Already. Already. Now, which is weird to say because you know most everyone has watched all eight episodes already. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't think people are waiting on us. No. Yeah. In fact, I don't think, you know, I don't, I don't think people in this room are waiting. I don't know what you're talking like, about. Well, I do know what I'm talking about because <laughs> we, we need to, we need to, air some things out before we get started here because (laughs) we need to live in the light. We need to live in the truth. All right, go ahead. And we made, or at least I thought we made a pact to watch an episode and talk about an episode. Now, up until now, I've kept my end of the bargain. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Have you? No, you skipped it. You watched all yeah, I've, I was season three, didn't you? I didn't want to wait for this old man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nice. He's not kidding. But so it, it'll be interesting to see if you can not. Get oh, no. Things. Yeah, this is easy. It, are you sure? This allows me to see the details more clearly. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully it won't be a hindrance. It, and won't, may, it won't for me. And, I'm a pro. And maybe going forward, we will relax that rule. Maybe it's not the best rule, but. I thought it made sense since we're going to record. Yeah. Anyway. It's all good. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So let's get into the episode. This one opens up with Max and Elle having a sleepover at Max's house. Right. Kind of, you know, again, picking up from episode three, pretty much right after here we got the rain beating down on them. Right. And they're talking about comic books or Max is showing her. That I thought was cool. Oh, and we get our fir- we get our mo- classic movie poster of the episode. It. it was in the corner. It was the Endless Summer. Well, that's a surfer movie. Yeah, it's a surfer movie. It came out in nineteen sixty six, somewhere around there. It's a good movie. What was most important about this little scene was the fact that Billy. AKA the mind flare was reaching out to L. I I feel like the mind flare is so much stronger already. Yeah. The way that it's able to take people so easily and build this huge army that we see towards the end. It's, it's so much stronger. And the way that Billy fought back against L, you can just tell that the mind flare is just that much stronger already than we saw in the past season. Well, I feel like we learned a lot about the mind flare in this episode. And we're going to get into that in just a little bit. Um, But Elle knows something's not right. Something's up. And she knows, she already knows in her heart of hearts that Billy ain't right. And she asked that several times. Max doesn't want to believe it. I feel like she, she wants him to be, I guess his normal self, but not his normal self. Like, she doesn't want him to <laughs> yeah. have something bad. She doesn't really like who he is, 
but she doesn't want anything bad to happen to him. Yeah, Billy not being right is his normal, is effectively what she said, or essentially what she said. And I agree with that. I also agree with what you're saying to a point. I think she has, she has a little bit of, she doesn't want Billy, she wants Billy to be okay, but I think she has a little bit of Will syndrome as well. Right. So I think it's a little bit of a mixture of that is, hey, I got a good thing coming. I got a good thing going on here. Remember, she she showed up and Billy showed up season two. Mm-hmm. They moved around a lot. You know, we don't know a lot about that backstory. But she, too, I think, is feeling that she's finally starting to belong. She's finally got a good friend. I right. think their her friendship with Elle is blossoming. And I think that... So at least subconsciously, she's like, I don't want anything to upset that. She doesn't want anything else to to happen. Nothing else to happen to get in the way. I'm finally getting to a place where I can be happy and maybe we can settle and I can have some friends and and all that kind of good stuff. So she's assuaging her fears, right? She's like saying, no, uh, Mm -hmm. everything's okay. Just like Will. Yes. Billy's okay. Everything is Okay. And uh, she introduces her to some comic books, Wonder Woman in particular, Paradise mm-hmm. Island. Did you know that it was originally Paradise Island, not Themis? No, I no? thought it was the Amazon. Amazon Island? Mm-hmm. A Themyscira? Yeah? Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, it was accurate to refer to it as Paradise Island. Because technically that's what it still is. Okay. That's that's our nerd coming yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> we just lost everyone that is not a comic book nerd. But that can't be true because you have to be some sort of nerd to enjoy Stranger Things. And what I mean by that is it's not a negative thing. Nerd right. means passionate. And in fact, Erica who is a queen. Yes, I'm Eric, skipping around a Erica's little bit. Erica's amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. She's a great character. I'm glad that she's finally getting more to do, and she yeah. really blossomed in this episode. She's very strong. She knows mm-hmm. what she wants. Um, she still refers to them in, as nerds, and I don't see her as that much different from them. Right? Right. I don't personally see her. You're making a face. Like, see, this is what happens when you skip ahead. You're making that I've already seen what happens and you don't know what's coming up face is what (laughs) you're doing it. You're doing it again right now. No. (laughs) Okay. It's all good. Some stuff's going to happen to Erica. And I don't know. Everybody else. Hey, I, I never me, said anything. Knows about it. You're just implying it. You're saying yes because you're an old man. You don't know what's going on. You, you're, you're confused. Here's your tapioca pudding. <laughs> Isn't it past your bedtime, Dad? Shouldn't you go to bed? Anyway, so we see we see Doris. Oh, uh, old women always scare me. <laughs> why? I don't know if any time it's like a horror movie and it's an old woman, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. This scare me. Well, I would say in particular, she's quite, quite, quite frightening in this episode. Right. Clearly she is linked to the mind flare because later on they, when they lock him into the sauna and he start, they start to turn up to heat you know, her. It's all connected. It's all connected. And I was more, I'm agreeing with you because I, I was more terrified of her with her black eyes and her screaming. <laughs> right. Because it's, 
Billy's supposed to be terrifying, you know. Uh, right. He was he was kind of a bully and kind of scary before the mind flare. Right. But little old ladies aren't supposed to be scary, and I think that's maybe where you're that, going. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, you're supposed to be nice. Yeah, and, just like little kids, and and mm. make me some Kool uh, Kool Aid, give me some Kool-Aid. lemonade and some cookies, and and just be sweet. Right. And when you're not, that's just ooh, because maybe in the back of your mind, you're like, well, wait, if if grandmas can be evil and and scary, then then the whole world is going to fall apart. I don't know. We're off topic. We are way off topic, but that's okay. That's okay. I'm waiting for you. I I thought you oh. were, you were looking at your notes. I w- yeah, I was. <laughs> but you also took some. You're just trying to copy my style. I am not copying your style. All right, we need to stop. Oh, we need to off, keep we're not off track. Tra- it's not me. It's totally you. We see Heather and Billy feeding the monster. So that was also a continuation of the previous episode. They basically, that's how this partly how this, this is part of the cold open, right? So it was L max. And then it was Heather and Billy. They're feeding the monster. We actually get to see a manifestation of the mind flare that we had seen in, in, in Will's uh, uh, Mm -hmm. mind's eye, if you will. Now that this, mind flare monster creature is coming into uh, existence. It is very reminiscent of the mind flare uh, as it was lurking over the arcade with the arms, with all those arms and all that kind of stuff, same kind of head structure and all the arms. It's terrifying. It is terrifying, but we learn that after L closed the gate, which she was very confused by why is the mind flare even here? I closed right. the gate. A part of him stayed. So the Scooby gang is starting to figure some stuff out. And they're theorizing that part of him stayed and he just needs a new host. Right. And that's when all the thing, all the tumblers click and they go, Oh, no, Billy is acting weird. They finally figure out what we've known for a while now right. that it's got to be Billy. And I love them going to see down there to see him at at the pool where he's wearing oh. the <laughs> wearing the white t shirt. It's icy. The Niagara Falls hat. He's drinking an icy because he needs to stay cold. He's needs he needs to stay frosty. He needs to stay chill because the mind flare likes places right. that are cold and dark and wet. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting that they are trying to connect with Dustin and they haven't been able to do that yet. Now, is it because his radio he's turned his radio off or I think he's too busy. He's too busy. Yeah. Cause he, he knows that they didn't want to spend time with him. So why should he try to talk to them? You know, and he want, he's too busy figuring out the Russian stuff which unfolded a lot in a lot, a lot in this episode. Absolutely. And I mean, a lot of weird stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why would you open a box and see a weird metal box inside of it and just open it up to see what's in it? I mean, is this something you would do? Is this something that, that 
That yeah, I probably would. <laughs> of course, it's too easy. It was uh, too easy. Uh, like what? They just they could have used something else instead of a cardboard box. It yeah, was dangerous. Yeah, well, what, literally uh, chemical, or whatever it is, uh, mutagen. Yeah, it must be mutagen. Teenage mutant. Wouldn't that be something if the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were in the same universe? Well, there are rats. Could be Splinter. Oh, completely. There should be a crossover. (laughs) That would be awesome. (laughs) Totally should. Actually, that was something I was thinking about. What do they do for season four and beyond? You know, do they do they go away? Do they? I mean, it's been Hawkins in that area for three seasons. I feel like a new location might be fun. Maybe they go on a road trip. Well, they do like the old school Brady Bunch where they do an episode in Hawaii. Hopper's already got the the sure. wardrobe for it. Right. And if you haven't gone out to YouTube to check out the trailer uh, that some dude put together for Hopper P.I. where it takes the theme music. It was of Netflix. Netflix. No, it wasn't Netflix. It was mm-hmm. another dude. I'm pretty although, sure they reposted although it. Although if they, well, that's fine. But if they would have done it internally, that would have been genius. It doesn't matter. It would have been genius either. It is genius either way. But Hopper, go to YouTube, check out Hopper PI. I'll put the link in the show notes. It is quite fantastic. That actually, that was this episode. It felt like oh, it yeah, felt like sure. this should could have totally been called Hopper PI. And I'm I'm there for that show. That's the spinoff that we need. Hopper. Just going around solving crimes. No, that would be good. with Joyce. Uh, it would be uh, fantastic. But wait, wait. we're really off topic. We're what not were, off topic. What were we talking about? It doesn't matter. We just we're like, talking about the episode. Like four different things. Yeah, and we probably won't finish, but one of them. So what's your point? It's okay. This <laughs> no, is how this no. works. You're a podcast noob. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> All right, dude. Have you never had a conversation with me before? Don't I start down trails and never circle back to them? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So don't worry about it. It's okay. We jump around. Well, what are your what, what are your thoughts? Well, let's go back to the Dustin, Steve, Robin, and Erica thing. Go for it. So she crawls through the air conditioner, and they go into. The storage place, they see the ooze, mm-hmm. the green chemical or whatever it is. We don't know yet. It's weird. Like, the elevator just started falling. Nothing did. Nothing triggered that, did it? Well, it could have been them, but they didn't know. Yeah, it was, but. They didn't know it was an elevator. They didn't. Elevator. Elevator. They didn't know it was an elevator. Right. So could they? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're just over there mashing all these buttons. Yelling at each other, just push the <laughs> push the push the open door button. And I think Steve kind of quickly figured out that, oh, this is an elevator. I don't know why they didn't feel them dropping. Right. But obviously there's more to Starcourt Mall. Um I, I know that I know that you know the answer. Yeah. Uh, right? Because, you know, you've watched all of them, but you know, some of us haven't. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. So the right, and I obviously the Russians are linked to Starcourt Mall yeah, because be, um, because Hopper Robert, no Larry Klein, the mayor. He said that the big Russian dude worked for Starcourt 
Right. And they kind of leaned on him. They wanted to expand to Hawkins. So he leaned on some people to sell the land so they could build the mall. Is very close to the power mm-hmm. plant. Joyce is reminding Hopper that there was that power outage and then the magnets didn't work. And so maybe they built this big electromagnetic field that she was going on about uh, the other night. And he seems to be believing her. So I have a question regarding Joyce. It's mm-hmm. season three. Why are we not all just listening to everything Joyce has to say? Right. Because she's, right she's about everything. Exactly. She's never been wrong. Right. Why are we giving her the stink eye at the beginning of this season? Uh, oh, that's just crazy old Joyce and her magnets that don't work no more. But damn it, she's right. So going forward, she either has to be listened to immediately or she can no longer be part of the show because I feel like that device is going to be broken now. Right. So do you think that this season, like nothing's really happening with her son. So I was like, well, why is she kind of worrying about what's going on? You think she just wants to make sure that nothing bad happens again or. Well, she's a mom. First and foremost, she's a parent. Like she doesn't have to be doing all this stuff. Yeah. She's, you can tell she really wants to help. Right, but her job is to protect her children. Right, and she, she's a parent. She's a mother. She knows that. She knows that Will's not right. She knows every time she at it when she's reading him a bedtime story. Even now, yes, because Will still likes bedtime stories. He probably does. I, well, who doesn't? Who doesn't want their mom to read them a bed night bedtime story and tuck them in and let them know that everything's going to be okay? And in those. Still quiet moments, she asks, Will, Will, you feeling okay? He goes, yeah, Mom. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. She knows the truth. Right. And so I think she wants to make sure. It's like, one. think about this. If something like that happened, like something like this really happened, you would be forever changed. Right. There, you, there's no going back to normal. She's she you're always living looking over your shoulder because this is some supernatural stuff that went down and even though you've defeated it you've closed the gate how can you ever feel safe ever again when something that goes outside of the norms you know outside of what you believe to be scientifically sound something that is right. happening that shouldn't be happening how can you ever live in the normal world uh, without looking around at everyone and everything and making sure that you're, you and your children are safe? You can see that a lot in Nancy, too, when she's worrying about just the rats and like what's going on and trying to uncover it. We haven't really talked about Nancy and Jonathan. Yeah, and I think this is a very important episode because very clearly Nancy and Jonathan are no longer on the same page based on their car conversation. I think they're on the verge of a breakup or potential breakup. Um, That pretty much was a breakup. Yeah, it really felt like that. I, I. Shame on me for forgetting that Nancy and Mike are siblings. <laughs> I know. I always forget that. Uh, Nancy having a heart-to-heart with her with her mom. Which has never really happened before. No, no. Which, is, which was good to see because 
in the other seasons, like she never really talked about her mom about anything. And you could tell that her mom and Mike's mom wanted to be involved in their kid's life. She was always like, you can come to me if you ever want to talk. She said that a lot. And she finally actually came to her when she knocked on the door. And we've never seen that happen. They had a real heart to heart and right. you could really, you could really sense the pain in uh, Miss Wheeler's right. speech and that talk and how she was trying to encourage Nancy. But really I felt like she was speaking from experience. Right. And she that, knows what it feels like. Yeah. And it's hard for, as a parent to see your child go through something like that, especially what Nancy's going through because nobody wants to believe her and she's being laughed at, treated as a joke. Uh, she's being treated as a girl who just, you know, just look pretty, get his sandwiches and bring his coffee. And that's basically what Miss Wheeler Ab- deals with absolutely. with her husband. Absolutely. Right. That is her disrespectful history. kids. Mike is so disrespectful <laughs> to her. You haven't really we haven't really seen that this season. He's disrespectful. He's so yeah. disrespectful. So that was a nice little scene. But good for her. Plucky, plucky old Nancy. She's like, no. No, no, I'm going to do this any old way. I really don't care. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do what needs to be done. And there's something to these damn rats. There's something to this lady that uh, is more than just a schizophrenic, which we learn from Heather's father, who is also the head of the newspaper. Which is also. Which is a very, he is now, he is now part of the Mind Flayer family, the army if you will. I thought it was interesting how they explained that, uh, or how Will told them that it only, it only uses you when it needs you. Mm-hmm. So like, it's the same person with the same thoughts and feelings and memories, but the mind flare only uses them when they're needed. Yeah. And so it lays dormant until he, he needs to come out, which is why Billy could sit there in the hot sun sipping his icy I also think it explains the thing I brought up last episode where we talked about at the end of the dinner in episode three, when he was done with his task, you could start to see the bruise uh, right. the, of his eye, back. Yeah, his black eye coming back. So I thought that was interesting. I think that kind Explained of explains it, it. But let's talk about Dacre Montgomery and his acting in he's this episode. So, he's so good. Yeah. I, he's so good. I enjoyed it. Like it's I enjoyed it. Crazy. We got to see, I think we got to see a true piece of Billy that we have never been able to see before. I think he really a vulnerable, very vulnerable. Billy. I th- think in that moment where he was um, confessing, uh, maybe not spe- the specific things he done, he had done, but the bad things that he had done. I felt from a character that was very authentic and he meant mm-hmm. that. Now it was very short lived because as the heat came up in the sauna, here comes the mind flare. Again, clearly connected to Doris. She went off. Creepy old lady alert. But he does. There, so there's sauna test. They're trying to, I guess, in a way, trying to separate him from the mind flare. Didn't work out. He right. he gets out of there. Uh, and then nice little fight scene between him and Elle. Uh, she basically asked Billy, do you even lift, bro? <laughs> uh, so, uh, but feel like L has kind of met her match to some degree because she, she seemed weaker against the mind flare. If not weaker, frightened, which why wouldn't you? Oh, be she was scared. Like you could tell, but the amount of energy she, she spent in the end of season two, closing the gate. Um, and she's seen what it can do to yeah, affect people. In- I just think we're dealing with something more powerful than, and we keep coming back to that. This feels like the mind flare is so much more powerful. Right. 
And I wonder why that is. And I'm wondering because it's only a little bit that escaped from Will. Yeah. And I think maybe because at the end of this episode, we see uh, Billy was, uh, or the mind flare was a little concerned that, Hey, we have some opposition. Uh, and, and the Heather character was like, nah, if they can't defeat us, no, pulls back no. and we've got the creature again, but we also have an army of people that I guess we've taken their essence, uh, their right. energy, as we saw at the beginning of the episode with Heather's parents. So I, I, I imagine they're going to keep doing that. Maybe that's what's amassing all this power. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see. We've only got, we're halfway through the season. Right. Uh, this episode I thought was a really good episode. I it, liked it. It was lot. fantastic. I thought a lot uh, of the direction was really cool and some of the camera angles. One of the things that really jumped out at me is at the beginning of the episode when uh, Heather's dad, the head of the newspaper, is yelling at Nancy and Jonathan and ba- right before he fires them. He got upset and he kicked something. As soon as he kicked, that uh, trash can or whatever, it tilted the whole aspect in the scene. And it gave you this, which is the perspective and just the whole emotion. Yeah. And depth. It it gave you a whole different vibe and menace uh, to what they were going through. And that's what I feel like this whole season has been about though. Like the direction has just been so much different from the last two seasons. And it just makes it more enjoyable and also more emotional kind of. Yeah. Great episode. Looking forward to the next episode. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you watch it again. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're going to take Of course, yeah. Yes. But uh, looking forward to that. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys so much. Do us a favor. Go check out our website, recap.fm. We have an email list that you can join. And we would appreciate it if you did that. Why should you do that? Well, A, it's free. B, we're not going to spam you ever. C, that's really the best way to make sure you get all the updates and information that we are going to send out about when a new episode drops, when new podcasts are coming out. We've got several already, Chernobyl, Good Omens, Watchmen, The Witcher, The Boys, On Tap. You're not going to know about that unless you get on the email list. And we're also going to start doing some giveaways and holding some contests and who doesn't want to get some cool free Free stuff stuff. you want to get some cool free stuff yeah yeah well you're not eligible it's okay but go (laughs) check it out recap.fm thanks so much talk to you next time